When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. In the spring of 2023, dried distillers grains, or DDGs, will be able to head to new markets overseas from the Port of Milwaukee. The DeLong Company is building a new agricultural maritime export facility. It'll be the first of its kind on the Great Lakes and St. Lawrence Seaway to handle DDGs, which is a byproduct of ethanol. Future service at the facility will also include the export of Wisconsin-grown soybeans, corn, and other grains. DeLong Company Vice President Bo DeLong gives us a progress report now that it's been a year since the groundbreaking. He starts with why this project is such a significant investment. Well... It will be the first export facility on the lakes for full vessel loads of DDGs. So it will be able to load a complete boat of DDGs. Uh, We've got enough storage space on hand there that we can bring in a a complete vessel and load out a complete vessel. And it will be one of two facilities in Wisconsin that can load out soybeans, bulk soybeans and vessels, going down the St. Lawrence Seaway. Kind of the, the first of its kind, really. Is, is that why this was a priority for the DeLong Company? Yes, for some ways, a couple things. One, we have a real strong containerized export program where we load 20- and 40-foot shipping containers. But the primary markets for that is Asia or Southeast Asia, Japan, and China, where this facility in Milwaukee, even though it's not containers, It'll give us. It'll open up new markets for us, like uh, Western Europe, North Africa, Turkey, those countries. So it's basically lets us be in the market in two different areas of the world. And will it open up then the amount of grain or DDGs that the DeLong Company can accept from Wisconsin producers? Yes, our DDGs. We're planning on bringing them in from Wisconsin ethanol plants and a few plants in Minnesota and and possibly northern Iowa, and the soybeans, when we load a vessel of soybeans, those beans will all come from Wisconsin, and corn would all come from Wisconsin also. You have a a pretty wide footprint that that you can reach from. It's not just the counties around the Milwaukee area. There's a potential for producers statewide, huh? Well, Wisconsin's definitely going to have a freight advantage. You know, if you're, I doubt if we won't pull soybeans from Minnesota or Iowa or corn, That'll all be done in state, but uh, DDGs uh, will more than likely have to pull some DDGs uh, out of Iowa or in southern Minnesota just to make sure we have enough supply on hand when we get a vessel in. So, Bo, when will this facility officially come online? We're still in the construction phase. We've got, we'll be done with all of our foundation work by the 4th of November, and they've got all of our site work is pretty much completed. They started construction of the storage building, and that should be done mid-December. And then we'll start the 1st of December on a receiving building. And the port has told us that the rail track will be in and going by the first of the year. So by the time we get everything done, electrical stuff, we're thinking hopefully sometime in late March. Has that date shifted at all? Amidst, yeah. you know, since last year, because a lot has happened since you announced this. Yeah. Uh, yes, it has. It's moved back probably six to nine months. We uh getting permits 
and getting bids and stuff for the construction took a little longer with COVID than we anticipated. It, you know, businesses were shut down and didn't have the supplies and stuff. So, but now everything seems to be working out. Now we're back on track, you know, with getting things done. This project was tagged at around $35 million. I want to ask if inflation or supply chain challenges had had moved that price tag up for you. Yes, it has. Um, We're going to, our investment, Belong's investment, is going to be almost double what it was originally. So it has now the federal investment and the state investment. The states invest a little bit, some more funds that we appreciate. The federal government has, they've stayed right with their initial investment. We filled in the gap, basically. Can you, can you share quantities with us? Just how much DDGs or grain will this place be able to hold and export? Well, initially, we're fairly conservative, but initially, we'd like to hope that we'll be able to do about eight vessels a year to start with, 250,000 tons. And then we hopefully build upon that. That's I don't a- know if that helps you out at all either. <laughs> well, if you maybe I can see how much like a semi truck weighs or something, and okay, I can yeah. do a comparison well, there. <laughs> a a semi truck weighs uh, twenty six ton, so it's roughly ten thousand trucks. Each vessel hold about a thousand trucks. I believe when I first interviewed you, it was that the DGGs would kind of be have the primary focus at first. And then it would grow into uh, a site for multiple grains. Do you have a timeline for that growth? Well, initially, we're going to look at DDGs. To answer your question, no. At this time, we don't have a timeline. We're going to see how it goes to start with. And uh, we'll see how it goes. And then we'll look for additional investment and uh, funding after that. But we want to see how initially it goes, one product at a time, which most likely will be DDGs. Are you already hiring for the port? Uh, We've hired our manager, our operations manager, and he's on site every day now up there watching the construction and working with the Melrites. And as we get closer to March, we'll be hiring some more people. Bo DeLong of the DeLong Company joining us with an update on the construction happening at the Port of Milwaukee. The new maritime export facility is expected to come online in March, and it'll start out handling dry distiller's grains from ethanol facilities in Wisconsin, northern Iowa, and eastern Minnesota. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.